Welcome to a post-draft, sort of post-free agency. Most of the major moves have been made. Episode of the Week in Wired is Wednesday, August the 4th. Um, Aro and I are going to break down a bunch of stuff today, um, starting with free agencies, because uh, that happened most recently, and then we'll talk about draft, what we liked. Uh, some teams did well, some teams didn't do as well, so we'll get into that. But we want to start today with the Heat getting Kyle Lowry from the Raptors for three years, $30 million, a sign-and-trade deal. Drogic and Precious Achua are going back to the Raptors or going back to the Heat or the Raptors, yes, um, with yes. multiple picks, right? Do you know the yes? What yep. the first and second? Oh, I don't know what the picks are. Okay, uh, hold on, I thought it was two firsts. But, um, is it two firsts? Okay, I can't pull it up right now, so we'll go with two firsts for now. Okay, <laughs> well. It's some picks. So, um, yeah, Lowry finally leaves. The arrow's over. Um, this was this was a guy that, that Philly wanted multiple times. This is a guy that the Pelicans wanted um, very recently. The Mavericks, all three of those teams struck out, and now we have all the, the stories that we're going to get about Lowry, heat culture, um, perfect match, all of that. So what is your immediate reaction to all of this? And do you think the Heat are a contender next year? Are they the third best team in the East easily? Um, not easily because Philly still exists. Um, but they, I think a lot of their hopes kind of ride on how soon can they get Oladipo back. Um, because if they can get Oladipo back and now you add Kyle Lowry to that lineup, now I'm starting to like it. Um, I think that you have a lot of roster versatility. Um, you're kind of giving Jimmy the playmaking help that he wanted last year. And he apparently like he clearly needed last year, as you saw in the playoffs against Milwaukee. Um, and so I think Kyle Lowry fills a lot of those boxes, but he doesn't fill enough of those boxes to, for me to feel confident about this being a top three team in the East without Oladipo. Um, they done everything else they needed to do. Uh, they resi- or they didn't resign. They signed PJ Tucker, um, which basically, I guess, fills in the Iguodala role for um, a slightly younger version of Iguodala, we'll say. It's, it's the lesser um, Jay Crowder role. Yeah, we can even go with that. But uh, like PJ doesn't have the shooting, so that's why I don't. Yeah, it's a lesser. It's a it's a it's a Jay Crowder more defense, less offense. More defense, less offense. Yeah. So so you got that. Um, Losing a Chua doesn't really hurt you that bad in the short term. Um, Same thing with Dragic. I mean, Dragic was really getting up there. um, It seemed like with with injuries, with age. Um, So Lowry definitely makes a lot more sense from that standpoint. And you didn't give up a lot more than that, right? You still have a hero. You re-signed Duncan Robinson for, um, I thought it was a decent contract, makes sense for a guy that's that good of a shooter and is presumably going to get better at everything else in his game. Um, So I think that made sense, uh, lock him up long-term. And I mean, I I think that, you know, they have seven, eight guys now, again, with Oladipo back that can make up a playoff roster that, you know, a playoff rotation that, you know, I could put up against, you know, Brooklyn and Milwaukee, and I could see ways for them to win. They'll be a little bit more ground and pound. Um, They're not offensively gifted like some of these other teams are, uh, and they 
don't necessarily have that star that's going to go out there and get buckets. We saw Jimmy do it at times, um, obviously in the run to the finals, but last year was a big flop. And so I don't know how much of that was the fact that a short off season the year prior, um, he didn't really have a whole lot of help in terms of uh, playmaking. So there's a lot of question marks there, which is why I'm like hesitant to say top three for sure, but uh, definitely potential. And I think they did what they needed to do to like try and make this window work because otherwise you just resign Jimmy to like sit fourth or fifth in the East for the next five years. That doesn't like, that doesn't make any sense at all. Yeah. Well, Jimmy, I mean, his contract that he just signed is upwards of 182 million. He's going to be making 50.3 million when he's 36 years old. He's only 31 right now. It seems like he's a little older, but not, not quite. Um, I think, I think Lowry will really help Bam. Um, That's, that's going to be the main dividends that you're going to see being made out of this where he's a better pick and roll partner for band than i would say jimmy is and you can then have jimmy sort of be that isolation guy um down the stretch like we've seen um in the playoffs in the bubble that was that was a big big uh emphasis for them um yeah duncan robinson i was kind of surprised they had him they got him back i thought i thought the knicks would offer him some ridiculous contract i really could i really thought that was going to happen but they they were able to retain him and it's pretty impressive that they they were able to get Lowry for just what they gave up because you think of all these trades that you've heard the Heat involved in where like the other team is demanding Hero and and Robinson or one of the two um, and the fact that they didn't have to give up either of those guys is pretty is pretty um, I mean that's pretty remarkable and Tucker he goes he goes they give him the MLE it's 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 two years fifteen million um, for him to leave the defending champs. Is a little I was very surprised. Yeah. yeah. So that changes stuff for the Bucks a little bit in terms of matchups. I think this current Heat team is constructed is probably better is a better matchup for the Bucks than they are for the Nets because I, I just don't think anyone really has the answer for KD. Um, yeah, no, no one's a good matchup. Yeah, like Bam, right Bam versus Giannis <laughs> is a little bit more like manageable. Um, and yeah, yeah, I, I think that they, they did lose Kendrick Nunn to, to the Lakers. But that um, wasn't a short-term thing anyways, I yeah, think. We'll okay about, that short-term, yeah. Yeah. Who, who, you know, had a down year after his really great rookie season. So, um, yeah, pretty, pretty, pretty cool series of moves for the Heat. Um, and the, they didn't have a great draft, I would say. Um, and we'll, we'll get into the draft a little bit later. But um, the fact that they're able to just create – it seems like they're always able to create cap room and, and figure out whatever they need to do to get under the tax and stuff like that to where and their their owner is willing to spend. Um, and that's not that's not a luxury that all these teams have. Like the you've seen you've seen these huge spending numbers from the Lakers, Nets, and Warriors um, mostly. And I think the Warriors are actually now at the top of that list with all the tax money that they're paying. So, um, but yeah, I think I think the Heat. I would. I would say they're better positioned right now than the than the than the Sixers are a little bit by a little bit um, because I do think position the Sixers, yeah, yeah. If they bring Simmons back, like the level of just disdain from Philly fans, I think is going to be ridiculous. And if if he br- if if he brings him back, um, if he comes back and it's exactly the same, and he's not you know improved and 
He's not like flying around on defense at levels that we haven't seen before where it's just, if it's going to be the third straight year of where he's just the same guy. Um, I think that team's just going to really like struggle like mentally almost. Um, yeah. And I, I, I mean, when thinking about the top of the East, it, it's important to remember Atlanta. Um, I, I, I don't think their run was really a fluke. They were, they were just able to resign John Collins five years, one twenty five. Um, he was a guy who wanted a max. So it's, um, that, that was always going to be an interesting question of, of seeing whether they were able to get him, but he's, he's back for another go round. So they've, they've pretty much kept their whole core here. Um, and they added, uh, Gorgie Dang off the bench for one year's one year, 4 million. He was pretty good with the Spurs last year. And while a Kongu, a Kongu was going to be out for some of the seasons, so that was a good signing for them. Um, but yeah, the East, the East is stacking up to be pretty interesting now. Um, yeah. Top five. Yeah, you can throw Indiana and Chicago in there. Throw Indiana, crazy. yeah. We'll we'll talk about Chicago in a minute, but Indiana is a team that still has a lot of flexibility as we head into the season. They haven't really done anything major yet, um, free agency. They lost Doug McDermott to the Knicks, um, to the Spurs rather. Yeah, and they um, they signed someone. I forget who. It was it was not a major name, um, but yeah, Indiana still still in there. They have a bunch of. They have those mid-sized contracts where they they're able to do a lot of, of movement um, on the fly, but they didn't they didn't move any other guys in, in trades or sign in trades things like that. Um, but yeah, I think I think the Heat. Um, we'll see if if Lowry can can pass the Heat's body fat test, um, and <laughs> that's what they're known for. Shaq used to um, like change the dials when the when the coaches weren't looking. Is a story that I've heard, but. Um, if Shaq can get past it, I think, I yeah, think Larry's going to do it. I think they'll make an exception. But I, I just think it's – this is really just a hard-nosed defensive guy um, who I'm sure will get along great with Jimmy and Bam and the culture that they've that they've built down there where it's just work your ass off. We're going to play good defense. We're going to be smart. Um, we have, you know, top three coaches in the league by all accounts. So they're, they're dangerous. Um, and I, I, I like – I think them going all in like this is definitely what you need to do. Um, if you just, if, I mean, if you were going to sign Jimmy anyway, you kind of have to, regardless of what the nets look like, you never know what those guys, it could be broken up by the end of last year, by the end of next year. So even if they do, even if the nets do walk to the title this upcoming season, the heat still have a couple years of this core. So I think it was the right, the right move. Yeah, they, they carved out one last window for themselves, um, which wasn't going to happen any other way. So props to, to Riley. Uh, I mean, he did. I know you pointed it out that he's done an incredible job, but uh, they just, I mean, they keep managing to recycle ways to contend year after year without really falling into a heavy rebuild, which um, is pretty impressive. Yeah, this is, they're one of the few teams who are able to do that um, for like an extended period of time. The Spurs were always, doing that at a high level, but they were sort of always contenders. They had their core. Yeah, yeah. they had their cores, the same guys. The Heat, are, the Heat are kind of doing it in a way where it's interchangeable, where for the last, like, other than I think there was, there was like, the 2017 through, like, 2018 range, they were pretty yeah. down. But pretty much every year since, like, once once Wade retired or or moved on to a different team, when, when he went to the Bulls, there were a couple down years after that. But ever since, um, they've been they've been pretty pretty in the mix. So, um, 
And I just mentioned the Bulls, so we should we should get right to them. Um, or uh, I guess we should do Raptors because they were on the other side of that that Kyle Lowry. Yeah, let's touch on the Raptors first. Yeah. yeah. So Raptors, like we said, it's a couple of picks. Um, Drogic and Precious Precious Achua heading over to them. Um, they, it's not really a commitment to a rebuild. Um, and this has been a team that's sort of been wondering oh, what they're committing to. <laughs> yeah, it's been wondering on either edge. The Spurs are a lot like this in the West right now. Um, I have no idea what's going on with them. But um, so the Raptors, they still have Siakam. There have been trade rumors about him. He's not, um, you know, nothing really. There hasn't been a lot of buzz around him lately. There were some Warriors rumors um, a little bit before the draft, but it seems like the Warriors are not really in a position to make that that massive trade anymore, given that they did make their picks in 7-14, and 14, which we'll get to. Um, it's, Raptors re-signed Gary Trent, three years, 54. Decent contract for a guy who's, um, I think, he was. that's the same average annual salary as um, – that Norman Powell signed with the Blazers and those, those two were traded for each other last year. So I think it's a fair contract. He's a great defensive player. Um, yep. Streaky shooter. Who's who got hot in the bubble won Portland some games, but as far as the, so he's got time. Yeah, he's young. Um, and I think the Raptors are sort of taking this season to, to, to sort of understand, like, I think by the end of this upcoming season, they're going to have a great idea of where Siakam is at, where Van Vliet's at, where some of these young guys that they have are at, and sort of not having to rely on being in Tampa for all of the, all of the 2020 season, where it's just a weird situation. Apparently, Siakam was Siakam in the bubble was Jackie McMullen has has been like very adamant that he was very he was one of the guys who was affected by the bubble like Paul George was where it's just the performance took a dip. Um, he, well, he had the whole thing where he wasn't able to like practice or whatever coming into the bubble too, right? Am I yeah, there's there's, there's yeah. a bunch of issues that he had going on, and then um, yeah. last year obviously he wasn't great. But they also were playing in Tampa, so the whole the whole situation yeah. is uprooted. Um, and here they are now. They they picked Scotty Barnes at number four in the draft. Surprising to many, we we all thought Suggs was going there for most of the time. Um, Barnes is in the he's sort of in the Ananobi mold where um, great <laughs> Masai defender. has the type and it yeah, is, but yeah. he's Scotty Barnes is a little bit more ball handling. Um, that was definitely the the earliest surprise the draft for them to pass up Jalen Suggs. Um, do you think that makes sense? Do you think that was the right call? Um, I I don't, but like I think that it all like it makes sense for them, I guess, in the sense that like they are just taking like the best available like long term talent, and like Scotty's type in the NBA is probably more likely to pan out. But like Suggs, I think would have made a difference for them right now in a way that Scotty just can't really do. Um, it would have provided some nice, like, secondary guard scoring, which, like, I just don't really know where they have right now, like, unless they think that Dragic is capable of that. Um, I, I just, like, I'm struggling to see how, like, what their plan is right now, because, like, Scotty, like, I, I like him, but, like, he's a longer-term kind of guy. Like, I don't know how much he's going to contribute right off the bat, you know, outside of kind of, like, a, a more of a defensive, you know, plug-and-play kind of deal where he might get, like, 15 minutes a night. But, like, 
how important are those 15 minutes? So, yeah, I, I, I think it's interesting to think about if, if they knew they were going to offload Lowry before they made yeah. the pick, which it seems like they did know. Um, then it sort I think of they've known sense. since the like middle of last year. Yeah, but no, like thinking about that, it would it would make sense. It would make more sense to me if they had just picked Suggs. Yeah, to be their point guard, which I I just don't know if 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 Barnes played point guard at at Florida State for stretches. I just don't know if he's he's the guy you want. Um, you have Van Vliet who can who's capable of it, but I think he's a little better in the off ball role where he's he's catching attacking off the catch, um, catching and shooting, that kind of thing. So, um, yeah, weird spot for the Raptors. Um, they, they made, they made a regrettable signing last year with Aaron Baines. Um, <laughs> Siakam has not been, uh, the guy that we, that we really wanted him to be, um, ever since like the season after Kawhi left in the early going, he was, he was like bringing the ball up for them and it was really exciting, but he hasn't really been that guy ever since. So I think this season is sort of going to be a test of, of, of what, what direction they're going. If they're, if they're sort of leaning towards more contending or going straight rebuild. Um, and if they are going straight rebuild, I would expect them to be pretty aggressive in gathering the picks, you know, doing what OKC has been doing, maybe not to that extreme, but um, just, just sort of, going straight rebuild. So I think this season is going to answer a lot of those questions, but um, okay, let's move on to the bulls who I was heartbroken. They're going to be interesting. (laughs) Yeah. I was heartbroken to learn yesterday that they got Lonzo ball um, for, let me check the number on this. I'm so sorry. I think it was like 85 million. That was terrible. Yeah. Four four years, 85, which I think is a pretty good deal. Um, And I don't know if the Pelicans were offering less money than that. Um, I don't know why we didn't just match that offer. I'll never understand it. But they trade, sign and trade, um, lots of ball to the the Bulls for Sadoransky, Garrett Temple, and I think one – yeah, second yeah, second round pick. Not a first round pick. Second round pick. So that is not a good package. Um uh-huh. like at all. And I can't believe like we came out of that without Kobe White or Wendell Carter Jr. or one of those guys. Um but we we got the Bulls backup point guard. Hooray. We also got the backup shooting guard. So that's awesome. Um I have no idea why, what the thinking behind this was. It seems like David Griffin, every other transaction he makes is terrible. Because um, I really – I liked the, the Valanchunas trade. Um, I was a fan. I still am. Yeah, he's completely taken it away with this one. But now, like, this is, this is like, completely overshadowed that. Um, and it's way worse. And Lonzo, you know, I, I've, I've teetered back and forth on him a lot. But if the shooting is real, this is going to go down as a terrible move. And now the Bulls have Levine and Lonzo, which is going to be one of the most fun backcourts in the league. They have DeRozan, who they just signed for, um, I believe, three years, 80. Yes, three years, uh, 85. Yeah, that's, that was a sign and trade as well. They sent back um, Thad Young, two second-round picks, and somebody to send. I mean, 
Aminu, who I I did not know Aminu was on the Bulls until I saw that. Um, Aminu, so those three or those two in the in the picks are heading back to San Antonio. So it's, it's sort of a salary dump for San Antonio. I guess we'll talk about them later when we get to the draft. But um, can I just say I don't understand DeRozan's fit with the Bulls at all. Like I don't know if I'm the only one, but like I think I'm they're going to run the this. three the three guard lineup because it's Billy Donovan. Because they I did guess. that. They did that with SGA, CP3, and Schroeder in OKC for the one CP3 season in OKC, and it worked. It did work. Yeah, none of those guys are really traditionally off-ball either, I guess, other than yeah. SGA, maybe. Levine, like, Levine doesn't play a lick of defense. DeRozan doesn't either. Lonzo's good off the ball defensively. On ball, he's not great. Um, and then Vucevic, obviously. If you're going for, like, the run-and-gun thing – Vucevic is sort of the odd man out because he's not going to be like Patrick Williams well, will be happy to like run up and down. But Vucevic is a lot of times so he's going to get like the trailing threes. Yeah, he'll get the trailing threes. So maybe there's there's and he can make them. Yeah. So yeah. But this team, I mean, if this team doesn't make the playoffs this year, it's a massive failure. Yeah. Um, they got big questions. <laughs> Levine's. I mean, I'm excited to see how this team looks. Um, I think it'll be fun. Yeah. And so I, I thought they were going to be sort of like Washington was this year, where they just like score in bunches, but I don't know if they can stop in bunches. Maybe slightly better because they do have like Patrick Williams, Lonzo, like you said, and then we'll, we'll see about the rest. But I don't know. I think it can work. Um, I yeah, think Caruso as well. Forgot to mention Caruso. Yeah, Caruso. Caruso signed there over the Lakers. Apparently, the Lakers did not offer him nearly as much money as the Bulls did. I think he he signed four years, thirty six. Um, he's a young piece for them, and yeah, um, interesting. I don't know. They they have their new GM that came over from the Nuggets, Arturus something, and he has been making some savvy moves. Um, to sort of try to get them back in contention. And if there is a major free agent in the next couple of years that wants to go there, they will have some attractive pieces. So I think that's more, I think that's what this is mostly about um, long-term. Uh, it's like a long-term deal. Okay. Yeah. Cause I mean, I, I think like this team could like be like the seventh seed. Yeah. In a weird East. Yeah. Yeah. Like Washington is going to be worse um, without Westbrook probably, unless Dinwiddie, goes there and it gets crazy but um i yeah i i think i think they did de- this was definitely the right move like the lonzo was the right move the derosa maybe, maybe they, definitely was yeah i think derosa on that contract may might be a little less too much money but he's he's been a great closer for the spurs um and I, I thought he played that's also true yeah i thought he played pretty well last year so i don't know i i kind of this is a big splash from from this team that we haven't really seen um in a while and the 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 fact that they were able, they were able to win that trade with the Pelicans so easily um, is, is mostly what this is about. The Pelicans also they they sent like two second round picks to Charlotte to get Devontae Graham um, and a different sign and trade. I'm okay with it. I don't know. I, I... If we are truly committing to the Zion point center thing, then which uh, you guys are. Then let's see it. Yeah. Like, if that can work, then we're going to find out pretty quick. Um, and that's okay. I, I just think Lonzo, like, 
would have been able to fit in that as well. And with the passes, like the lob passes that he was making to Zion, the full court stuff, I think that really worked well for us. So sad to see him go. Um, But, yeah, we're on the clock. So things are going to get interesting very soon. Okay, let's do Lakers. Oh, man. The Lakers, they had, I believe, three players on their roster, like, guaranteed for next season before free agency started, before the draft and before free agency. So that was LeBron, AD, and... EHT. What was it? I thought it was... Oh, like, no, no, no. What? Gasol, right? Is who? Gasol. Yeah, you're right, actually. They re-signed no. THT. Yeah. Um, um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to look at them. Um, Hold on. I'm just going to filter. The, there's so many guys that they signed. I'm filtering the real GM tracker to see how many. So oh, yeah. I just went to Lakers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. So they signed Taylor Horton Tucker back. Well, we talk, did we talk about Westbrook yet? Uh, what do you mean talk about Westbrook yet? Did we talk about the Westbrook trade? No, we didn't. No. Okay, that's where we're going to start. So draft day, they make, <laughs> they make the Westbrook trade. Um, they, it's, it's, uh, for, they trade Kuzma, Montrez Harrell, KCP, and a 2021 first-round pick to, for Westbrook and two second-round picks. Westbrook is the only MVP ever to be traded in three straight seasons. Um, there was wow. a report... Yeah, there was there was a report um, that they were going to try and get Buddy healed. That's something that I think they're still exploring. Once Harrell opted in to his contract, this is kind of where it all went because all of these guys are like clutch clients, and it's sort of this under the table stuff. And Westbrook is now on the Lakers. So let's just talk about that fit, and then we can talk about how they rounded out the rest of the roster. Well, I think to talk about that fit, you gotta round out the roster though because when i saw that thing first it was like a what's going on here i don't know if it's gonna work and the only reason i think it might work is because lebron is there but that's like a big maybe and i just like those three guys in a vacuum i just don't think can work yes okay that's that's a good point well the other guys i signed they re-signed taylor horton tucker three years 32 um uh, let's see here what was the Kendrick Nunn was like two years, 14, I believe. Two years, 10, two years, 10. Okay. So that's pretty good. That's a good contract. Um, so, so guys are taking pay cuts to stay with the Lakers, except for Caruso. Um, and I think Horton Tucker on, on for only 9 million is pretty good. Um, we get Kent. Nah, it's more than 9 million. It's like 10. What is, what is? it's like, 10.7 uh, THD. I thought it was three years. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Three years. 32. Yeah. yeah. Um, Bazemore, one year deal. I don't know the number on that. I think it's the, it might be the minimum. Um, yeah. Mello is the minimum as well. Uh, so LeBron and Mello finally together. Bleak Monk goes to the Lakers. Dwight Howard is back. Um, and late, uh, Ellington for a reason. So that is it. Uh, they might still be in play for Iguodala. I don't know how much money they have left. Seems like they should have very little. But there are a bunch of guys who did take pay cuts. They get some. They get a shooter in Ellington. 
um, and Monk. So now this Westbrook trade makes a little bit more sense. If you're thinking about a hypothetical starting lineup, it would be Westbrook, um, probably I would say Ellington at the two, um, LeBron at the three. I'd probably start Monk, right? Over I don't know. I, that's one of Ellington or Monk. Right, yeah, yeah. Um, and then, well, they could start none too, theoretically. Uh, they could. I think, I don't think they him. would with Westbrook. Yeah, I think you want him off the bench, probably. Um, and then you have LeBron at the three, Davis at the four. We'll see how much those guys play the four and five, and Gasol probably at center. So pretty good lineup. Um, Shooting-wise, it's not the greatest, but Gasol is someone who can hit threes. Ellington, whichever one of those three guys they decide to put in at the shooting guard will be able to hit to hit shots. Um, so this makes a lot more sense now. And now people are talking about them as being the title favorite, which I think is a little bit overreaction based on what we saw from the Nets. Um, the Nets also got Patty Mills yesterday. Um, two years, 12. He finally leaves the Spurs. Yeah, it's a huge move for them. They get Blake Griffin back, Bruce Brown back, back on a good deal. Um, Ron Carter could get minutes for them. Loki, if they just yeah, Javon Carter, they traded Shamit for Javon yeah. Carter on draft night, yeah. um, and he's somebody who's who sort of is a Bruce Brown mini. Um, yeah, so a little bit more offensive game, but yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, this is the, the Lakers. It feels like they're kind of getting the band back together. Um, and if Danny Green goes there for the minimum, then it's really going to be getting the band back together. But this is they're sort of, they're sort of trying to return to that that bubble season and and how that was going for them. Um, yeah, I mean, they're going to be, they're going to be right back up there next year. So this, this is, and the rust fit is going to be extremely useful in the regular season where LeBron can sort of take, almost take nights off and Westbrook is going to be more than happy to, to carry that load, um, by himself. So I don't know. It, it, makes, it, make, it I think you're right. It does make a lot more sense given what, what the other moves were, um, that they did. Yeah, I think they can fill out the roster now, like to make Russ work with that team. Um, now, in the playoffs, I don't know what that looks like, right? Um, I think they're my biggest question with with this fit is like when it comes down to playoff second halves and fourth quarters, is Russ going to understand that like this is LeBron's team and this is AD's team, and is he going to let them work? Or is he still going to play in that mindset of, like, they brought me here for a reason. They brought me here to win games, so I'm going to try and go out here and like win games on my own. Um, I, I don't know what Russ we're going to get. Uh, but, so like, I, I think the Lakers are probably most equipped to, like, hide a lot of Russ's flaws and get around it just because you have a defense player of the year candidate on one side and you have, at worst, LeBron is like the third best player in the NBA right now. And I think there is still a case that he is still the best player in the NBA. So we'll see. At worst. Hmm. At uh, worst. Who else would you put ahead of him? Well, your top three could be Giannis, KD, Curry in some order. Uh, it could be. It isn't, but it could be. Yeah, I'd probably, I'd probably, <laughs> I'd probably slide LeBron in there for Curry. But I'd still have him. I have KD. I have KD, Giannis, and then LeBron. Or Giannis, and then LeBron. I used to be the big Kawhi guy. I don't know. Um, yeah. I mean, <laughs> if, 
if he wasn't injured this year. Oh, I love I love him. It's just like God, all the baggage. It is a lot of baggage. <laughs> we'll say that. Yeah. Okay. But, uh, yeah. So I, I don't know. I, I think the Lakers are in a place where they can kind of mask Westbrook's flaws. He, he can have his five for twenty three nights, and they can still come out on top. Like they're okay. So the media coverage of this is going to be like flat <laughs> out ridiculous. Like yeah. ESPN will talk about nothing else. Like it will be. <laughs> they will have fifty games on national TV. Like at this point, I expect like Jordan to come out of retirement and sign like a one-year min- minimum veteran veteran deal. Like, um, with the where's league. D Wade at? Yeah, D Wade. Like honestly, get the whole boat together. You should be. You should be scared of CP3 just going back and going back in his contract. Um, so yeah, the band is back together for the Lakers almost, and this is sort of the end of their window here. So this is it's it's kind of like what the Heat are doing. They're expanding their window for as much as they can, um, and they didn't take anyone in the first round of the draft because they traded their pick. They did take somebody in the second round. I don't know who. I'm. I don't really. If it was someone big name, I don't really remember. So that maybe that should tell you something. But yeah. No, um, they are right back in it. Um, and I think what you were saying about Westbrook not knowing whose team it is, I think it's going to be very clear from day one that LeBron is in the driver's seat for this. And I don't think LeBron is going to put up with it. You if, would think so. <laughs> do you th- I, I can't see LeBron putting up with like that, like from even from him. It's, with Westbrook, bro, all bets are off. Like, there is – I don't know what's going to happen. I'm not – like, maybe maybe LeBron has him under control. And, like, it's it's like a they worked it out beforehand. But I with Westbrook, I don't know. Because when he starts getting on the court and, like, he, he, yeah, I don't know. He sees the basket. Yes. That's his time to go. That's his time to shine. In his head, that is his time to shine. So, I don't know. It's going to be an interesting dynamic. Okay. Um, I want to hit a couple other things before we do the draft. Um, you don't want to touch on the Spurs? Do we even know what the Spurs are doing? Yeah, let's do the Spurs. Okay. So the Spurs, big story of draft night. They draft this guy, Joshua Primo from Alabama, Alabama. with their 12th pick. When Shingun was available, Garuba was available. A lot of guys that we liked and talked about were available. But they picked this guy who was like number 50 on most people's big boards to go 12th. Um, he's the youngest player in the draft. So maybe that has something to do with it. And that would make you think that they're playing the long game and rebuilding. But then they're, hanging, they're doing these contracts where they're giving Doug McDermott like twelve million a year, and I just don't know. the The pick makes made the least sense to me out of anything they did, but it's hard to tell what they're really doing right now. Um, yeah, the pick didn't make sense to me after what they did in free agency. I feel like, yeah, I, I don't know. Because you don't get Doug McDermott for the future. Like, you get him to win now. 
as like a contender, right? Like you need a shooter. Yeah. And you pick him up. Um, uh, Zach Collins, uh, sorry, <laughs> Zach Collins, I like, but like I, I just he's had his injury uh, problems, oh, a lot yeah. of injury problems. So much. He hasn't he hasn't <laughs> played in a meaningful game in two years. Um, so it's a risk, big risk. Yeah, Collins, he got – it was three years, 22. McDermott's three years, 42. They lose Patty Mills. They lose Gorgie Dang. They lose Rudy Gay. So that's a lot DeRozan's of your bench gone. right there. Uh, yeah, DeRozan's gone. Aldridge retired. It's going to be DeJounte Murray, Derek White show, it seems like, with some of those other pieces that they have. So well, Kelvin Johnson has come, come a long yeah. way. Kelvin Johnson, you still have Pirtle. Seems like they're tanking. If I just read that list of names out to you, um, sort of. But the, the I would understand. See, if they didn't do the McDermott thing, this would make so much sense. The McDermott yeah. part of this is the one part that like doesn't like. Even the Collins deal, like I think, would have made sense for for a team that was trying to lose because he's like well, he's twenty three. That's fine. Yeah, he's young, but he's like. That's not a big contract, and you're not. It's not like you're just yeah. going and getting a shooter like you are in McDermott. And that's something that we usually see teams that are like one piece away do that kind of move. So, um, yeah. the Spurs are are going to be at the bottom of the West. It seems like they're just not going to have enough talent. Um, they might be last in the West, honestly, if you go through these teams. I think so, but I also don't know like how big of a jump is Murray about to make. How big of a jump is Kelvin Johnson about to make? Like, they, I don't know, early season, I think they could surprise a few people and get off to like a semi hot start. I think they'll fade, but I don't know. Well, it seems like, it seems like they're kind of doing this, the organization as a whole is kind of doing this thing where if they have pop for how many more years it's going to be. And I don't think I would, I would, I would say three is probably the max. Like, yeah. like if he if he stayed for two years after this upcoming season, I would almost be surprised. I think it's probably going to be one or two because um, they would they would probably would have said already if he was if he was going to retire at the end of next season. So, yeah. Um, like while they have him around, it, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense for them to just like tank, I guess. Yeah. But the fact that they got rid of DeRozan makes me feel like. That's what they're transitioning to. Maybe he doesn't care. But the biggest it's gonna be one of the biggest stories in the league when he does retire and if they if it's gonna be Becky Hammond for them, that's what it seems like. Um, and if they don't give it to Becky Hammond, then it's gonna be like the backlash is probably gonna be insane. Um, yeah. Oh, I don't know who else I could give it to. Yeah, they're gonna if it I mean it would be it doesn't make sense for them to do an outside hire because it's just not really something that they've that they've done like yeah, obviously no, they've had the same coach for 25 years but like it just doesn't seem very spursian for them to go hire like d'antoni or something so no, no, um no. that so it, it seems like it's going to be hammond but once he does retire the direction of this team is going to be interesting to see and maybe they are tanking out front and it seems like that's what they're going to do with the talent they have so i think it's a little bit more clear about what they're doing um yeah, but the Popovich timeline of it all, like, kind of mucks it up. Yeah, they're they're in a weird, weird 
position right now where, like you said, yeah, they got a, they got a coach that probably wants to win. Um, I don't know why he's sticking around if, if they're not going to win, but I, mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe he's doing it just to kind of help out Becky a little bit more and, and get her in a better position because they don't think she's ready. Um, or uh, like maybe they think that she's going to leave and so they need someone else. Because uh, she got close to the, the Portland deal, uh, I thought, right? And she was in the final uh, mm-hmm. few that got interviewed. Was. Um, so I, I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know. Okay. Um, with that, let's go to – we could do – let's just go to the draft – and okay. we're gonna hit. We're gonna hit a lot of teams, and we can talk about their free agency there because um, we do need to talk about the draft. So, yeah. draft night. Cade to Detroit, number one pick. No surprise there. Um, they had. They also take Luca Garza at the end of the second round, who was a great college player. Um, say decent draft for them. You know, you take the obvious selection. Cade is going to be there for a long time. It seems like he wants to be there. Um, at two, we get Jalen Green to the Rockets. I thought they should have taken Mobley. I'll, I'll forever think this until I prove it wrong. Um, so they take Jalen Green. The Rockets had a great draft, by the way. I thought they won the draft despite this pick. Um, we can talk about that a little bit later. Um, yeah, they did everything else right. Yeah, I think they did everything else right. They, they got it. They got some guys that these other teams that I'm about to go through really missed out on. Um, Cavs, Cavs get Mobley at three. Um, obvious pick there. They also re-signed Jarrett Allen five years, a hundred million on the dot. Um, he is someone, I like it. Yeah, I, I have no problem with it. He's someone who's been a great uh, rim protector for them, and just has a lot of, you know, he's got a lot of room for growth. I think, and he's always he's proven himself to be a good defender um, around the basket. We already talked Scotty Bonds at four, and then we'll talk. We'll go to Orlando. They get Suggs at five once uh, Toronto passes up on him. That was, I would say, a great pick for them, um, given I think yeah. they do need some leadership um, down there, and Suggs is a guy who can I, who can contribute that. I would say uh, he can come in and play immediately too. Yeah, I can come in and play immediately. He's definitely NBA ready. They they also get Mo Wagner at eight, um, someone that we thought might land from Warriors. He's he's a big, uh, lanky, can kind of do it all guy. Good defender. Um, I li- I liked both of those picks for them a lot. I thought they had a good draft. Um, good things are finally maybe happening to happening to start or starting to happen in, in Orlando. Um, this is not something that we've seen from them in a long time. So I think that's encouraging. Um, next real surprise of the draft after after Suggs, after the whole Suggs-Barnes uh, debacle is OKC taking Josh Giddy at six from Australia. Giddy is a – he can't shoot, but he's one of the best passers in the draft. You can see the floor. Um, OKC continues their trend of taking crazy, lanky – players um, yeah what do you think um i thought they should have gone for well maybe kaminga but i, I don't know i know book night was probably who you would have liked to see for them but yeah but i think book night makes more sense as like 
coming off the bench for like a good team. Yeah. But I don't really yeah. have a problem. What I do have a problem. I don't understand what OKC did with, with Kemba today, where they bought his con. They bought like seventy million. That's seventy million dollars remaining on Kemba's contract for him to for him to just go to the Knicks, and Kemba's gonna sign for like. Nine million a year or something for the Knicks? No, I think it was nine million total, right? Yeah, it was like one year, nine million, something like that. And the Knicks have handed out some pretty bad contracts, I'd say. This 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 free agency, they did Fournier four years, seventy eight. Derrick Rose three years, forty three. Uh, Noel got somewhere around ten a year, I believe. Yeah. Um, I don't know how I'm able to just recall these numbers. I think I've just seen them on my phone so many times. Like, I'm not even looking at the tracker when I'm doing this. Yeah. Um, you remember the bad ones. <laughs> yeah. Like, I think I remember the bad ones mostly. But um, okay, it is $8 million annually. So. Okay. Yeah. But, I mean, to just get that guy for that number is pretty pretty amazing, despite despite the injury stuff yeah. that we've seen. Um, so, OKC is now starless. Um, so, they will. Wow. I mean, we SGA were- is a budding star. Yes. Okay. Yeah, they are now like they are now going to be tanking even harder. Probably they have yes. obviously all the picks. Giddy is a project at six. Um, I would say is a good way to describe him. They have Poku, who is who's a very interesting player to say the least. Um, and this could be the start of, of, of them, you know, building something there. Um, the progression. Uh, Warriors at seven. They take Kaminga. Um, I don't love it. I liked it. <laughs> Why? Why don't you like it? Okay. Fine. Um, I'll put you on the spot for him. Yeah. I think that he is not – if the window is is going to be, you know, the next three, four years of Steph, however long that lasts, he is not someone who can contribute immediately for them. Um and I think I disagree with that. You do. Uh, but okay, yeah. Finish your thought. Uh, I think Book Knight okay. would have been. Okay. I think even Mitchell would have been, even though I, I would have I would have liked Book Knight there a lot more than Mitchell. Um, okay. Mitchell would have been a stretch. I think. Yeah, I think Mitchell would have been a stretch as well. I think Shingo Wagner would have been interesting. Or yeah, if Wagner was still yeah, like they could have taken Wagner, which which is why like I don't know, I just would have liked I would have liked Duke Knight or Wagner more. I would maybe agree with you on Wagner. I don't know about Duke Knight because I think Kaminga is like they have all the scoring they need, right? Like Duke Knight would come on as what like a, a bench guy, not probably not even your sixth man. But just a bench guy, just for like a little bit of scoring off the bench. Whereas, like, I feel like Kaminga is a little bit more versatile. Maybe it's a big ask for him to figure out his shot. But even if he doesn't figure out the shot, like, I don't mind it just from like a standpoint of like he's just there to move the ball on offense and then you just play really good defense. Yeah, he will play pretty good defense. Like, I think he can transition in the NBA, like, Fine, he's NBA ready to play defense right now, and I he think for where they're at, they need that. Like at least like the build, and the body type, the three and D guy yeah. that you want. Um, I don't know. I just don't. 
We'll see. We'll see how this pans out. They, we knew they were going to take a project guy at seven and then like a more sure thing at 14. Um, yeah. So the Warriors, we should talk about who they got at 14. This is Moses Moody from Arkansas, who seems to be pretty, yeah, seems to be pretty NBA ready. Good pick for them. Um, he can shoot, he can score. And be, he'll be, he'll be, he'll be a good fit for them. Um, okay. Yeah. We did eight, so Sacramento gets Mitchell at nine. Sort of a surprise. I this pick I don't really understand. Um, I think this pick makes less sense to me than what no they one gets it. Um, and there were arguments like I. I mean, this the page called Hoops Reference tweeted out like, why are people trashing on the Mitchell pick for Sacramento? They need better defensive players, but he's a guard. He's a guard. Their two best players are arguably their three best players are guards right now. Oh, healed. Arguably, yeah, yeah, Fox guard. Yeah, Fox, healed, Halliburton, three best guys. Regardless of where, and if, even if healed is gone, I don't think they knew that healed was going to be gone when they made this pick. So they still might not be gone. Yeah, <laughs> the games are supposedly supposed to be all analytics happy when they're doing their draft stuff. And then they took a guy who's 23 um, and a guy, yes, his shooting numbers were insane in his, in his last season at Baylor. But if you look at the two years. But only before, in his last season. Yeah, only in his last season. He's like 45% from three in his last season. The year before, he's like in, he's in the low 30s. Yeah. Um, and if that's a fluke, this is going to be looking like a pretty big, pretty bad pick. Now, Summer League started last night, and he looked pretty good, but the, the cardinal rule of Summer League is that you don't overreact to it. And I, I've, re, I've, I've retweeted my own tweets about this, this fact multiple times. Um, yeah. It's just, it's just not like, like if you saw – pull up a Ben Simmons Summer League Hit, like clip and just watch him like making jumpers from all over like it's it's ridiculous yeah. trey young was a guy who was like horrible in summer league and now look at him so the summer league stuff is not you're not going to get you're not going to draw any conclusions out of me from summer league um yeah. and they had shingoon here i think that would have made a lot of sense if they're not you know, I think they didn't like Shingun just because he might not be able to stretch the floor that well, and he's a little undersized. I think that goes again from like the analytics standpoint. Like, I don't know if you trust him to to become yeah. like the stretch big that he needs to become. But apparently, he was the guy who was like number one on all these teams' boards that were like based on the analytics stuff. So, yeah, no, like I, I saw like graphics or not graphics, but like tables. Yeah, it's like, like table one or he's two. like number one on like three yeah, different outlets. Yeah, a lot of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, I don't know. Even if, even if they did I just don't know, yeah. I, I think Mitchell was the wrong pick. We can agree on that. Yeah, I, I think I would have taken Shingun. I probably would have taken – I don't know. I don't think I would have taken Book Knight here. I think that makes a little uh, less sense. Zaire Williams went to Memphis at 10. Um, that was just a weird pick in general um, yeah. for them. That's not really – that seems out of, kind of out of character for Memphis. But, um, Especially yeah. when they could have gotten Trey Murphy later on. Like, oh, yeah. They, I mean, they could have gotten <laughs> – they could have gotten a couple of different guys. Um, 
yeah, I don't, I don't get it for the Kings. I don't. And the Kings seem to fuck up every year in some big way during the offseason. And true. this is probably going to turn out to be another one of those. They, they resigned Rishon Holmes last night, I think, on a decent contract. Yeah. Um, Which I liked. He deserved to get paid. Yeah, he was yeah. pretty good last year. Um, but And Whiteside's gone as well. So White's, Yeah, Whiteside is, is going to what? Utah. Okay. Yeah. That's okay. That's a weird fit. Apparently, Favors is gone, so they needed a backup center. So they're like, "Hey, we'll get another guy that can't really move at all and stick him in there." So. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, Sire Williams. Do you have anything to say? I don't. Uh, I really got nothing. I, I was confused. I didn't. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just don't. Yeah. He, I feel like they could have got, they could have got, they traded up to get that pick and they probably could have gotten him at 17. Yeah. Oh, or yeah. they could have just taken Trey Murphy, Trey Murphy if they thought the Pelicans were happy with it. And they did. Exactly. So I, it just made no sense. Right? It makes that trade look even worse than what it was for them. Um, so that makes me feel a little bit better about Lonzo. Um, little bit. <laughs> a little bit. Not much. Yeah. Um, at 11, Book Knight finally goes to the Hornets. I, I liked what the Hornets did in general. They also got yep. they got Kai Jones a little bit later. Um, I thought that, that yeah. those were two pretty pretty good picks. Um, we already talked about Primo at 12. Pacers get Chris Duarte at 13. I think that's a little bit higher than most people were expecting. Um, the, Kispert was a guy who was linked to them for a while. Kispert actually ended up going next. Um, no, two, or no two Kispert went to... Yeah, he he went fifteen. Warriors Warriors went next and and got uh, Moody, who, uh, I who Moody I would have been a good pick for the Pacers too. Moody would have good would have been a great pick for the Grizzlies. Also would have been a great pick for the uh, Grizzlies. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. but yeah. falls Wizards grab Kispert at fifteen. I kind of liked that for them. Um, yeah. I think it just makes more more offense for them. Is is, is the only way they're going to be able to compete. Um, he he's ready so. Rockets trade with OKC to get the number number sixteen pick. They move up. They grab Shingoon. Love it. Um, if you haven't watched Shingoon clips, watch look him up. He's fun. fun stuff. He won the MVP of a Turkish league, which is more impressive than winning like National Player of the Year in basketball in the NCAA. So just keep that right. in mind. That might that might be a take. You think? Is it? Is it? I don't is think it, it is. is. It's a better league, like just the Turkish league, though. You think so? It's like it men. Is. I... It it is men. Yeah, to win it. Who won that? Didn't like Luca Garza win National Player of the Year? Like, yeah. Okay, you're right. Yeah. Does anyone okay. really care? Like the like the wooden nah, award? Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Nah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I think that this is. <laughs> yeah. I'll give you that one. Like, don't get me wrong. Yeah. It's been like guys Garza who won it. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, there's been guys who did it like Davis and Zion, where it's like, yeah, like they're amazing. Oh, they, yeah. It's not on the level. Um, <laughs> and I think if you get a, if you get a like a an MVP of an entire country, basically in basketball, you should probably take them. Um, okay. Well, Rockets later. We should just mention they later get Josh Garuba. Um, I Josh love who's Marcus. Yeah, why did I say? I was thinking. Pre- I don't know. Yeah, uh, <laughs> you can. Who's, me for his name is definitely not Josh. So, 
Usman uh, <laughs> Garuba from France. Um, 19-year-old, great defensive You love player. that guy. That's like your favorite player in the draft. Nah, my favorite player is Shingu, but I Okay. Garuba is probably second. Um, yeah, love Garuba. He great defensive prospects, strength. He looked good in the USA U nineteen game. Um that that France played against the US. So um okay. At seventeen, Pelicans grabbed Trey Murphy. I like this pick a lot. Um he reminds me of DeAndre Hunter, sort of because they went to the same school, but also the, they are similar. Um, he's three and D wing. That's something that we just don't have right now, really. So um, I like that. We'll just do, we'll do, we'll stop it. We'll stop it. Keon. No, we'll, the bones Highland will be our stopping point because we have to talk about okay. that. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> Trey man to OKC at 18. I don't know much about this guy. Um, do you? Not a whole lot, but the Thunder drafted him, so I'm like expecting him to do good things. Yeah, and he's a man brother, right? So they are related, I believe. Yeah, he. Oh, they are. That, right? that is interesting. I believe they are. I mean, the names are similar. I mean, that's a pretty common last name, but... It is. But... Ah, no, they're not. Well... Ah, no, they're not. That's yeah. unfortunate. They are not. Okay. That's actually really sad. Well, ex- damp your expectations. But <laughs> he's a shooter. Uh, Kai Jones at 19, the Hornets. We talked about him. He's definitely raw. Um... He, he kind of like did a little bit of everything for Texas. Didn't play a whole lot. Uh, yeah, he, he can like run. He's like a freak athlete. I don't hate it. Yeah, I don't hate it. I think I think like they have enough solid guys there that, that it makes sense for them to take a swing on somebody like this. Uh, at twenty, the Hawks get Jalen Johnson out of Duke. This is the guy who like like quit on the team basically, but he has a lot of talent. Obviously, not when he phrases it like that, but yeah. Well, <laughs> um, yeah, he he had a super wide range of when he was going to get drafted. Um, yeah. I mean, some yeah. people thought he was going to go like what lottery top twelve even. He's kind of in the Ben Simmons mold, which is might have been why teams were scared to pick him. Um, <laughs> he he's like a good playmaker, good on defense, can't really shoot at all, uh, but. At this point, I'm going to trust pretty much anything Atlanta's doing, so I don't hate it. Uh, 21, Keon Johnson to the Clippers. They traded up to get him. Um, I like this pick a lot. He's the best athlete in the draft. Um, I think the Clippers, it makes sense for them to have that energy guy that they had with with Harrell. Um, and that's this is a team that has a lot of shooting and not like a ton of athletes, I would say. We'll see. We'll see about Reggie Jackson. Yeah. Um, we don't know where he's heading yet. If he heads to New Orleans, I will support him um, heavily. But uh, yeah. yeah, I love. Fix him. all your problems. Yeah, he. <laughs> as long as he wears the goggles, I think we'll be okay. Uh, yeah, they're a must. 
Isaiah Jackson out of Kentucky goes to the Pacers at 22. The Pacers traded up for him. Um, they traded Aaron Holiday to the Wizards, who they picked in the first round, I believe, last year or two years ago. Um, and the 31 pick to get, to get in this spot. Um, yeah, this guy is great athlete. Um, he could be like a lob finisher. But he kind of reminds you of uh, Miles Turner. So if they're going to trade Miles Turner, which was a big rumor a couple weeks back, maybe it happens now based on this. I don't really know. 23, Garuba. Already talked about him. 24, Josh Christopher to the Rockets um, out of Arizona State. Uh, good scorer, good defender. Doesn't have the best decision-making, streaky shooter. Not very consistent in his game. Um, Rockets, Rockets, they they're good to be patient though. They have a lot of young pieces. Um, yeah, they let Kelly Olynyk go. Um, this is a team that you know is just going to try to bottom out again and and get it get a get a good pick next year. But I'm happy. I'm happy if they're going to do that because I think they have they have a good core right now. Um, yeah. Quentin Grimes out of Houston to the Knicks. Um, he was an awesome. This guy was an awesome high school recruit. Um, went to can, committed to Kansas, played there for a bit, then went back to Houston. He was a, he was a big player in the tournament last year, March Madness. Um, a bit raw. Yeah, a bit raw. The Knicks the Knicks had nineteen and twenty one in the first round, and then moved down to twenty five, and drafted him so maybe they were opening up that cap space but they really haven't signed like anyone besides fournier who i think they overpaid so i, I don't know if they overpaid fournier i really don't, don't he's, he's terrible in the playoffs every single year <laughs> yeah but I, he's also injured sometimes so i don't know i don't know how much to take away from that like, I, you look okay at, that's not a good thing either but, but. yeah if you look at the splits like he's like he's like one of the worst active like regular yeah. season the playoffs guys. Yeah, but they needed like some shooting, some secondary scoring. You saw what happened to Randall in the playoffs, man. Like that was yes. bad. Yes. So I don't know. I think you needed to go out and get him. But yeah, I guess so. I, like seventeen million, like is not that bad. I think it was like seventeen, eighteen. So. It's eighteen. Um, it was eighteen exactly. No, it was more. Exactly. It was four, wasn't it four years, 78? Uh, yeah, that comes out to about 18, right? Am I crazy? Am I doing the math wrong? No, you're not. What is four times 19? 76? Times yeah. 19? Yeah. Okay, so it's like closer to 19, but whatever. Okay, um, sure. But like, I, I don't think you could have gotten them for much cheaper. Isn't that what Reggie Bullock was do. doing for you, though? No. I don't think so. Because Fournier could come defense. with better defense, but worse, probably worse shooting and like worse. Like Reggie Bullock, you have to like spot him up. Fournier, I don't think you necessarily have to spot him up. You can run him off like dribble handoffs and stuff. That's and true. Okay with that. That's true. Yeah, like there's a lot more versatility that like Fournier gives you offensively. And like he showed, like he didn't show it at Boston, but like in Orlando, I think he sold me enough to be like, yeah. Now, 
Yeah, like you said, the playoff number is not great. His shooting goes way down. I don't know what that is, but um, I don't know. He's also played on the Magic, so. <laughs> yeah. Never Google Fournier, by the way, people listening at home. Um, now we've arrived at – I don't know what that is. Like, I saw that, and I was like, what? what I don't know what it is either. I, I, oh, okay. It's, it's been a thing. Um, okay. Now we have arrived at who might be my favorite player in the draft – Actually, yeah, this is my everyone's favorite. Player. This is my favorite. Player. Yeah, it has to be Nashawn Bones Highland. We're just gonna call him Bones because this kid is literally. I didn't even look. I didn't look at anything before this. Before the Nuggets picked him, and then they showed like a thirty-second clip of his just like highlights on ESPN, like right after the pick, and I was like, "Holy shit! Who is this kid?" He He's is going out. to be like the next Jamal Crawford. Um, oh, limitless man. range, skinny, yeah, herky jerky. Um, his handles are not as great as what Crawford had. Um, but he's also 19 and he is a great finisher, he's a lanky, and I think he has the chance to be a better defender than what Crawford was. And the Nuggets got him, they're gonna be fun to watch with or without Jamal Murray because of this guy. Um, if he's just if he is like immediately their point guard, I'm going to be very excited because no he can pull up from anywhere. <laughs> Monte Morris. I know, but like <laughs> off the bench, okay. like uh, there's there's yeah. so many ways. Like I, I this pick is amazing. Um, every like this is like the most likable kit player in, in the draft. Um, the biggest knock on him is that he's super skinny. He's 6'2", 170. Um, I think he'll build. Yeah, you think he'll build up a little bit more. But super exciting talent here. And, yeah, just watch some some video on this guy because he he just pulls up from anywhere. He doesn't care. Like, it's fearless. He shot 37% from three, so it's not like he's just gunning and missing all of them either. Okay, so I think we're going to stop there as far as the draft. Um, there's a couple second-round picks that we liked, but with this, 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 this podcast is already going pretty long. So, <laughs> um, yeah. Let me see. Oh, Chris Paul. Chris Paul, he's back. Uh, four years, 120, I believe is what it's going to end up being. Oof. <laughs> I think we had to. Um, plus, there's a team option. I think there's a team option on the fourth year. Why couldn't – like, would he not have taken two years, 75? No, because you guys were offering him something, like, insane. We offered him three years for 100, but why the hell would he want to come play with yeah. us? Money? I don't know. Plus, like, you guys are young and, like, kind of fun, like Zion. I think oh, it would have been fine. Tons of more fun than we are. We're depressed. <laughs> no. I don't know. Chris, I, I don't know. Because he's already got, like he's gone to the finals. He's seen all that now. Yeah, but he hasn't won. Won, <laughs> but I don't know if he can win with us either. So yeah, I don't know. Um, <laughs> if you want to win, he just take the pay cut for that. Like, yeah, that's true. Four years, one twenty feels like too much. 
I, I thought it felt like too much too. And I know uh, that he was he already had a contract that was considered to be terrible by everyone and then proves us wrong. But it was shorter. It was shorter. And he wasn't gonna be forty at the end of it. Yeah, he's gonna be forty instead of like thirty-four. Yeah. So <laughs> I don't know. It's a lot. It's a lot. But we got paid on a deal. So yeah, like, steal, steal. Wasn't it like six million uh, a year? Uh, just about six million a year. Yeah. Three for eight. It's, it's like three years. Yeah. 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 It was ridiculous. I had no idea he would sign for that low. I, I was like expecting ten. Milwaukee million signed least. Bobby Porras for two years, nine million. So um, yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, do you want to talk about? We should talk about Dallas and then head out. Um, Dallas doing nothing. <laughs> That was doing failing nothing. to do anything. Checking right. out on everybody once again. Um, it's an annual oh, tradition. Man. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they re-signed. I thought they thought they got Hardaway back with a fair contract. Um, yeah. I mean, you're running it back with the same guys again. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Is, I've seen. Well, that okay. They signed. They signed um, Sterling Brown from the Rockets. Two years. Yeah, you used to like like two years ago. <laughs> yeah, <that's pretty. laughs> they signed Reggie Bullock um, away from the Knicks. This gave him ten million a year. Uh, I think that's tr- that's sort of their Josh Richardson replacement. Even though Richardson it, was horrible last year, Richardson is exactly what I thought of, and I was like, oh no, this could end so bad. Well, I think like <laughs> I don't know the Richardson thing is he he's on the Celtics now, and I don't know if he's going to stay there, but. Um, he might. He the, home the yeah, the Mavs are kind of just running it back right now, um, and they're not going to get Beal. They didn't get Conley. Um, Conley, by the way, to the Jazz, three years, sixty-eight million. That is, that might be rougher than the Chris Paul contract, honestly. <laughs> it's pretty close. That's pretty bad. How he, old is he now? I think him and Chris He's Paul. What is Chris Paul? Like 36? Chris Paul's 36 right now. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> I thought Conley was like 35. So that's maybe not uh, okay. but, yeah, three years sixty-eight. That was a long one. Not ago. terrible. I thought he, I thought he was older. Um yeah. Forbes went back to the Spurs, by the way. We forgot to mention that, but he was the guy yep. that the Mavs were looking at. Um, I thought that would have been a good good signing for them. Uh, yeah, the Masters kind of running it back. Um, Luca is so good that maybe you can get out of the first round this year. I think better, man. If Porzingis so. comes back and proves all the haters wrong, then great. I don't see it. Not gonna bank. <laughs> yeah, not yeah, gonna count on that. I don't see it. And this is kind of the same core that they have. So yeah, it's I don't know. I I was probably most disappointed with Dallas, and then Utah didn't really do anything either, and that kind of. We'll see. Okay. I guess they both think they can just run it back. Yeah, Utah. I oof. not Rudy Gay, I guess. I like I like the Rudy Gay move, actually. Yeah. Um that's solve their problems. They I can't believe they didn't get like a wing defender. Yeah, like just somebody they can like defend and not just like let them go through, yeah. So, yeah we'll see. Okay. Well, I think that about covers it. We've gone over most of the major contracts. Um, as far as like in the future, 
There are still some dominoes that haven't fallen. There's Schroeder. Kawhi hasn't officially Kawhi. Although the- if Kawhi leaves LA, there will be a podcast. Kawhi was spotted in Phoenix yesterday, apparently. I just wanted yes. to let you know. Now they can't sign <laughs> no, him. No, I but- saw that. Yeah. We, we apparently have a really good uh, like physical therapist or something for like knees specifically. Oh. Someone found out. Yeah, yeah. So Yeah, so <laughs> there might be another trade before, you know, the end of the month, but Simmons did not get traded. Dame has not been traded. It's not been traded. Beal. Portland's looking kind of ugly, so. Yeah. Beal looks like he's not getting traded at this point. Um, I I think he stays. If they got Dingwoody, he's definitely staying. Yeah. Do you think think Portland re-signing Powell means anything in terms of Dame? I think it means that they – no, actually, I I take that back. I don't know what it means. I think it just means that they want to lock up somebody, if that makes sense. Like, they don't want to lose. They don't want to start losing people because they know that they're probably on the way to losing Nurkic. Like, I haven't heard anything with Nurkic, so I'm kind of confused. Um, He was a guy that said he'd look at his options. Yeah, he was. (laughs) I don't know if he just didn't find any options. (laughs) Okay. So, I don't know. Portland's in a very weird place right now. They haven't really made a big splash outside of Norman, uh, which Norman. is kind of worrying because they need to get okay, Powell. Uh, <laughs> it does sound kind of weird. Uh, but, yeah, I, I don't know. I think they need to make something happen. Yeah. Right? Like they're, they're not good. I hate to say it for, like, the Blazers fans, but, like, they're just not that good. I agree. Okay. Well, we will we will monitor the what, what these rumors – look like but we have we have sort of entered the the end of the off season the off season nowadays kind of like in terms of transaction grows pretty quick happens in a couple hours so um we don't know we'll be back but uh summer league's on so you can watch that draw some stupid conclusions for yourself um not only basketball yeah there's basketball on so do what you feel